Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. And hello, Mission Mill Spouse podcast listeners. This is Dr. Sharita Knobloch, your executive director, checking in today with our latest mini cast version of our podcast. We're going to be talking about something today that is near and dear to my heart, all about the Mill Spouse tribe. Now, most of us who've been around for 15 minutes as a Mill Spouse, or maybe a little bit more, we probably have a pretty decent grasp on the power of the Mill Spouse tribe. They are with us in the best of times, the worst of times, through the ups and the downs, and even the days where no news is good news and nothing's really shaken down, right? So today I'm talking about seven reasons to love your mill spouse tribe. If you're a new spouse or you've just PCS somewhere new and are in that building of the tribe stage, don't panic. Please don't be overwhelmed because really this could also hopefully it provide a little bit of encouragement for reasons to build and find your tribe. So just apply it in whatever way you can, pertinent to the season of the life you're in. Let's go ahead and get started. Reason number one, to love your male spouse tribe, they just get it. Can I get an amen, right? They just get it. One of our key pillars here at Mission Male Spouse is that feeling of solidarity and counteracting that not aloneness, because let's be real, the mill spouse life, the mill spouse journey can feel very isolating, very alone a lot of the times. Like, I am the only person filling up the blank, struggling with this deployment, worried about this PCS, frustrated with my kids, concerned about my job transition, etc., etc. But the beauty of the mill spouse tribe is they get it. And I am at all not uh, pushing back on the power of our civilian friends and family members to support us, but there's just some deeper level of understanding that fellow male spouses get. They're not going to say things like the kind of joke slash not so jokey thing of like, oh, my husband's going on a business trip this weekend. I totally understand what you're going through as a deployment. It's unlikely they're going to say that. If they say that, maybe put some boundaries in place. But that's another podcast for another time when I've done a couple of years ago, actually. So you can look that up in our archives. But also, they're not going to judge you for the hard moments. And I think that's so freeing. I think me personally, I'm speaking from my own experience. When I first became a male spouse, I had no idea what I was doing. Military service didn't necessarily run on our family, at least not to the point of talking about it from a spouse perspective. My grandparents and an uncle served briefly um, per the draft in World War II and then in Desert Storm, but they didn't talk about it. No one gave me a crash course on hashtag how to mill spouse. So it's really cool that your tribe can come alongside you and kind of muddle through it with you, or maybe they've been there, done that, and they can guide you through those challenges. And with that non-judgment experience also comes this extension of compassion. Now, one of my best battle buddies, tribe members that has stood the test of time, we've been friends for, gosh, I think almost six years now, but we've only been at the same duty station for one year. 
and we've maintained this friendship. It takes a lot of work, and not all male spouse friends are going to be the the forever friends. But my friend Megan is truly the most compassionate human being on the planet. So if I'm struggling with something, whether it's male spouse stuff or just life in general, she's the person I call. She's always honest, but so insightful. So she's not just you know, rainbow sunshine and puppy dog tails, she really listens. I feel really validated. And then I'm like, okay, I can keep on keeping on with whatever I'm called to do in this season. Item number two, they are so strong. Ladies and gents, we know this. We say this a lot at Mission Mill Spouse. Never underestimate the strength of our Mill Spouse tribe. They truly are one of the most incredible people groups on the planet. And that is, yes, I'm biased. I'm okay with that. But I do think it's true. I've talked a few times on the podcast and blogs and whatnot about my transition into becoming a male spouse, and I was afraid of military spouses because I didn't know they were awesome. I just knew about the bad apples, right? Like the drama and the sitcoms and the blah, blah, blah. So I really made a mistake of not building a tribe at our first duty station, and it found I found myself really isolated and struggling a lot in some really hard moments. And after those hard moments, I was having a miscarriage at Fort Benning, now Fort Moore, more than 10 years ago. And I was in the hospital by myself, just staring at the ceiling with no one to call. My husband was at Ranger School. They wouldn't send a Red Cross message. And my tribe was by extended family. That was in South Dakota and Kansas. So there was no one to come with me in that moment. And as I got out of the hospital, I was like, never again. Never again will I put myself in that situation. We may or may not be BFFs, but I will have someone to call and to cry with me, to hold my hand, to drive me to the hospital, to make sure I'm eating food, whatever that looks like. And so since that time, I've been very intentional to build my tribe. That is like one of the first things that happens or at least starts to happen before the boxes are unpacked and the curtains are on the wall right? Also, it's beautiful with the strength of the male spouses because we kind of alternate strength and the seasons that we're in. So when I don't feel like I can keep going, someone will come into, enter into my difficulty and sometimes feel like they're emotionally dragging me to the other side, like we can do this. And then before we know it, I'm in a good place and they're kind of going through a valley. So I can grab them, link arms with them and say, come on, we can do this. Number three reason to love your male spouse tribe, gosh, they just show up. I feel like my tribe, and I'm very blessed, and I'm very intentional again on building this, so I know I can't speak for everyone. Many of you may have had some difficult relationships with male spouses, but I want you to know there are amazing, reliable people out there. You just might have to look for them. Male spouses are the reliable people in our life, those kind of stable pillars when so many things feel so unreliable and the no plan plans are running rampant. This can happen in person, which of course is ideal, um, but also online, believe it or not. So for this one, I'm going to use our command team here at Mission Mill Spouse. I've been serving with Mission Mill Spouse, formerly Army Wife Network, for nine and a half years. And the people on our command team, especially in the last like four to five years, we truly are a group that supports each other and they just keep showing up, not only for volunteering and checking off the to-dos, but really loving on one another in all seasons in real life, even though most of us have never even met in person, right? We have weathered, gosh, you name it, we've weathered it. We've weathered deployments, of course, 
terrible PCSs together, loss of a parent, um, you know, death of a relationship. So, you know, divorce has happened, uh, miscarriage, birth of a baby, you name it, we've probably done it at some point on our command team. And the way this group rallies to support one another, even online, is so incredible. I'm giving myself goosebumps just thinking about it. Reason number four to love your mill spouse tribe, they can comfort, support, and encourage. Kind of goes without saying, but there's something so beautiful. We, when we think about supporting other people, maybe we think it needs to be something tangible of I'm going to send a meal or get groceries or fill in the blank, watch their kids. Those things are really helpful in crisis or difficulty or even just on a normal Wednesday, let's be real. But sometimes the most powerful thing we can do as Mill Spouse tribe members or our tribe members can do for us is just be with us, offer comfort, support and encouragement simply by their presence. Now, I call this, I've, I've learned this term a few years ago, it's called ministry by proximity. So just being there beside you, even if they're not saying a word, can speak volumes and change the game. So let's go back and talk about my friend Megan. Several years ago, my husband was deployed and had two little kids and we had just moved to the duty station. Thankfully, I'd already gotten connected with church and met Megan and all that good stuff. And we, she would come over join our chaos straight up. It was just chaos all the time. Like she had a little girl the same age as my little boy and my daughter was a little older, but it was just chaos. We would have supper together. Sometimes it would be awesome cooked. Other times it's like pick something up from Albertsons, right? So she would come over, sticky juice, chaos everywhere. But one night she came over and I got a phone call that truly wrecked me. Um, Someone near to me, um, far away, um, not my husband, thankfully, but someone that I loved very much had attempted suicide. And he was the first person and the last person that he called was me, which made no sense because it was thousands of miles away. But that's who he called. And thankfully, his suicide attempt was not completed. You know, he did not take his life. He's still alive and doing okay now. But in that moment, I was so distraught, I couldn't even process what had happened. And yes, Megan kind of helped with the kids, made sure they were fed and got them to bed. But she just, friends, she just sat with me in my grief. I was so upset I couldn't eat. And I joke about that because it's a very big deal if I'm so upset I can't eat. Because usually if I get stressed and upset, that's all I do is eat. Again, podcast for another time. But in that moment, she just sat there. She cried with me. She put her arm around my shoulder or she put her arm around my shoulder and just, just sat there and then checked in with me. And it was one of the most powerful things I think anyone could have done. This applies not only in crisis, but just folks to watch your kids when the babies are born, or if you're sick during deployment, you're getting ready to PCS, whatever that looks like. Oh man, this is, that's one of the reasons I love my male spouse tribe. Reason number five, They are so courageous and they encourage us to be more courageous. I like doing new things and experiencing new people, places, things, foods, etc. But it's just such a different challenge if you're doing it maybe by yourself or maybe if you have kids with your kids or even just alone. They might make things more fun, of course, but also encourage you to have 
a little bit more courage to do things you wouldn't if you were just going at it alone. My One of my Mel South friends from a previous season, um, we've both done counseling, you know, in our own respective experiences. And she joked with her counselor once. And after she got done talking about whatever she was talking about, she's like, am I a crazy person for going through this or trying to navigate this? And the counselor just looked at her and was like, nah, I'd say at best you're mid to low level crazy. And so we've used that joke forever for probably 10 years now that we're just, you know, mid to low level crazy, we'll take it. And we do mid to low level crazy things from a male spouse perspective. You know, I'm not personally going to skydive anytime soon, but going to a state fair when the kids still outnumber the adults and when they're little and toddlers is kind of like a mission impossible. But when we were stationed at JBLM in Washington, two of my other male spouse tribe members and I, we loaded up our kids. We went to the Washington State Fair in Puyallup and we made it. We survived and we had mostly a good time. We were tired, but there was just something in that strength and numbers mentality. Next, uh, item number six, they understand and embrace the seasons of life. Now, this is going to look different for what season of life you're in. So, for example, when we're first, you know, if you choose to have children, if you're pregnant, having your first baby or having another baby that wasn't really part of the no plan plan. Surprise, right? Bonus baby. Or for me personally, the spouses that I hang out with that are part of my tribe, they just get it and understand the seasons of life. So a couple of years ago, we were still in the dang pandemic, dealing with COVID, super isolated, shut down, and I was working on my dissertation straight up. Friends, my mental health was garbage. It was terrible. It was so bad. I was unwell. Like I made it through, praise the Lord, but it was ugly. And you know what my tribe members said to me? They didn't say, suck it up, buttercup. Be stronger. You're better than this. Absolutely not. They offered me encouragement. They prayed for me. They said things like, that sounds so hard. How can I help? They sent things in the mail and food delivery, and Grubhub gift cards just to get us to the other side of that difficult season. And that, again, goes back to, like, they just get it, and there's just solidarity in those difficult seasons. Um, And they also understand that sometimes the seasons, you know, you may be BFFs forever, or it may be a friendship, a tribe member for a season. While you're at a duty station in UPCS, that relationship may wrap up, and that's okay. And finally, this last one may seem a little bit odd, but I couldn't help but think of it. The seventh reason for me, I think, to love your male spouse tribe is they can give hugs. Now, listen up. I am not a physical touch person per se. I'm very much more of active service, words of affirmation. But again, during those seasons of suck, deployments, long TDYs, fill in the blank, those experiences There is something so powerful about a strong, compassionate, truly sincere hug from another adult. You know, I get hugs from my kids and I'm thankful for that, but I'm still kind of in charge of their lives and keeping them alive, right? So it's not as wonderful as getting a hug from a grown-up, especially if our spouses, our service members aren't around to fill that bucket. The person that comes to mind with this is still, I would say, the hug champion of my life. And it's my friend, Charles C. She was our battalion SFRG leader during our last deployment. 
And she's still straight up the female hugging champion of the world because her hugs, I can be like discouraged, weary, tired. I get a hug from this woman. It's just like this supernatural Thor energy. I just feel like it imparts strength and connection and more of an I can do this spirit linking arms with me. I don't know. There's something magical about hugs from good people um, within our tribe. So something to think about when you're recruiting your tribe members. Well, ladies and gents, as we wrap up, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I really encourage you, invite you to share this with your battle buddies and your tribe members and invite them to follow along here at Mission Mill Spouse on any social media platform at Mission Mill Spouse. Also, we invite you to consider donating to Mission Mill Spouse on our website by clicking that magical donate button. All contributions are tax deductible, hashtag 501c3 status. That's a new shiny thing we've gotten this year, 2023. And all of those donations go directly to empowering mill spouses with resources and support. As the longest running military spouse empowerment organization, trust me when I say your investment is a great one. So listeners, no matter where you're at on your military journey, new or seasoned, active guard, retired or prior service, Army, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, Navy or Space Force, always remember, we've been there, you're not alone, and we've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team, signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep, And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.